Welcome to today's episode of Hey Ashley J. My name is Ashley, and in this podcast, I'll be sharing my experience and explore topics as a 20-something Asian Canadian just trying to figure life out. Hello, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Welcome to the 10th episode of the podcast. Honestly, I didn't think I'd even get to 10 episodes within this year, but you know, We've reached the double digits officially, and we're not stopping here. I currently am just taking a break from work right now because whatever I'm currently doing is not the vibe on a plus 30 degree Celsius weather type of afternoon, and I'm just feeling motivated to record something, so here I am. Um, so I do have a lot more topics that I want to go into in the future, so I appreciate Anyone who stuck around and still listens to my episodes despite the inconsistency of the releases. But today, I figured I'd talk about my big girl job and how my first three months have been. It's still pretty surreal to me that I have a permanent full-time job because for years I've always just had an inconsistent schedule and routine as a part-time working student. But I guess this is what growing up is like now. It's a little unfamiliar, but it's also exciting because of the growth that I'll experience and learn from. So to start, where do I work and what do I do? Obviously, I'm not going to like say where I work to keep my privacy, but I work for an urban design and planning firm as a graphic designer where I mainly do document design and data visualization. I dabble in other stuff such as data analysis and, you know, designing signs and all that stuff, but I don't do much of that compared to everything else. There isn't a lot of similarities between my current job and my previous one, in my opinion, which is like a good thing. I cuz I was cuz I left my old job because I didn't like what I was doing. I in my old job I was doing more social media marketing in uh post-secondary context and I wanted to get away from that because it was just not the path I wanted more experience in and so yeah super happy that my role is nothing like that (laughs) because I would have absolutely hated it if that were the case and so even though my firm is smaller than the university that I worked for I directly work with more people at my firm compared to the university. So at the university, I was only doing social media and communication stuff for my specific department. And so I was actually on a pretty small team and I was the sole designer for that whole department. But at my firm, I am working with a senior designer, which is really nice because I have someone to run things by who knows what they're doing and who knows what I'm actually doing and get a solid second opinion on my work. I also tend to work with more project managers on different kinds of projects, and I didn't get to do that at the university because most of the time I'm just staying in my lane and the social media and communications and for the other stuff at the university is like none of my business at all. And so what were my first three months like? Well, they've, it's been interesting. Three months isn't that long really when you think about it but the work that I've done so far feels like I've been at the firm for like half the year already whatever I thought I knew about design applications practically went out the window because I felt like I was a student again learning all of these applications for the first time 
Though the senior designer that I am under was able to support me in things that I don't know, I feel like a lot of the time I still have to figure out stuff on my own, and that was really challenging for me. The thing is, there's just some things that you can't teach someone, like you just have to go through it and experience it, and that's what I had to go through, and honestly, what I'm still going through. So in my three months here, one of the things I had to learn very quickly is time management. So in my old job, especially with the pandemic, I didn't have a lot on my plate, honestly. I wasn't juggling a lot of projects where time management was really important to exercise. And so I didn't really have to practice any of that. And when I came into this job, I was in for a rude awakening. Um, So at my current job, I'm typically working on two to three projects on average in a week. And I had to learn how to split up my days based on the task and like how long it takes as well as the urgency. In under three months, I've already had multiple late nights trying to meet all of these deadlines. I don't necessarily think that they're intending for that to be my first three month experience. Like I think I just have horrible timing where I joined the company when they're wrapping up a lot of projects and they basically like threw a lot of the tying the loose strings kind of tasks on me, which was probably not a good idea, (laughs) but it was a really good way for me (laughs) to learn, you know, how to wrap up projects and meeting deadlines and how flexible people are with deadlines. And, you know, some are very flexible still and some really aren't, which is why I have to work till like 1 or 2 a.m. trying to do some of these things and you know it was it was not fun and of course since I was trying to prove myself I wasn't going to not get it done either so I've quite so I've already lost quite a bit of sleep on this job and is that a little bit of a red flag yeah because honestly it's a lot to place that much responsibility on a new employee who's still learning the ropes But the reality about working in a consulting firm is that you just have to mentally prepare for the unexpected all the time. Although there is a project manager that plans things out at the beginning of the project and checks in on everyone throughout the whole thing to make sure things are moving along to schedule, sometimes what takes long is out of your control. Sometimes we pass things off on time to clients to review for a week, but then they take forever to get back to us. They take two or three weeks to get back to us. And obviously that would derail things because once they do get back to us, we're already juggling other projects that we plan to work on during that time. So after multiple experiences of working late nights, trying to catch up on things, I've learned to really work plan at the beginning of each week so that I can gauge how busy I am and always plan a little wiggle room for last minute things because last minute things always happen and it's always at like 3 to 4 p.m. on a Thursday and Friday and you know when you only have two days or like one day to kind of do something like do a quick turnaround submission like the stress is unreal and you want to prevent that as much as possible. Another thing that I've learned is to not work weird hours or at least let anyone know that I'm working weird hours so that I get rid of that expectation that I will work weird hours all the time. Weird hours are basically, you know, when you work past the intended time they were supposed to work at and like you're working at like 10 p.m. to like 1 a.m. because you were fucking off 
around like 2 to 3 p.m. And so you have to make up for the time that you weren't working, that kind of stuff. Because if you let people know that you are like pretty flexible, like, oh, like she's still working around like 10 p.m. anyway, that means that they will bombard you with things to do at like 10 p.m. And like now you have to do actual work because someone's expecting you to get it done. And you you don't want that. Like you want to work within the work hours as much as possible because they're only paying you to work the 40 hours. So yeah, sometimes I just have off days and, you know, F off during the afternoon and get back to working in the evening. But I always make sure that my status on Microsoft Teams is set to away right at 5.30 so that no one sees me working late at night. Setting these boundaries ahead of time will ensure that I won't be burnt out prematurely at this job. And, you know, considering that I've already had multiple late nights, that was, you know, heading in that direction. And I really wanted to prevent that. And so looking at the journey that I've had so far, is this job everything I've ever dreamed of and more? To answer that, I don't think so, but it's not to say I'm unhappy either. I am excited to be in a role that makes me feel like a student again and allows me many opportunities to learn and grow. I ponder a lot about where I specifically fit in in the design world and whether I'm even meant to fit in one box the entire time. And as a person that's constantly evolving, learning, and changing, I would think that what I want to do in the design world would change with me too. I've been thinking a lot lately as to whether I even need to be passionate about my career because maybe I'll be chasing that my entire life and I would miss out on just enjoying the mundane present things. So, you know, maybe it is okay to just have a job that pays the bills and puts a roof over my head and allows me to enjoy the things that I like on days off. And Like, I don't want to define my life by just my career alone because that sounds like a lot of pressure and I don't even think it's that important to me. Some do want the work that they've done in the world to be their legacy and they want to be known for that and I totally get it, but I don't even think that's something I want for myself. Maybe I'm just okay with being a number in the company. But like, you know, a little appreciation for what I do is is good. Like I, I, I'm okay with being a number, but at the same time, valuing the work that I've done is good because I need that pat on the back. And of course, as I spend more time in this job, learn more and see whether this is even the right fit for me, or this is just a stepping stone into something better and more aligned with what I want, I could just change my mind. Nothing is permanent and I could always do something else. But for now, I'm just gonna do my best in this role, learn as much as I can, and make some kick-ass things for people to implement and use. The work that I do often goes unnoticed or not appreciated enough, which kind of sucks, but I know I'm making things better even if no one says so, and that's enough for me. And that is it for this episode. I don't know if this is considered short. My recording thing is saying I'm at 13 minutes, but it's probably going to be condensed by a little bit because I had to, because I rambled a little bit and I will edit a lot of that out. But yeah, thanks for tuning in and I'll catch you in the next one. Bye.